Ladies and gentlemen, episode 24 of Austin Only, the sports podcast. Luca knew it was the, the Kobe episode, so he dropped a, Luke, uh, a Kobe-esque performance a couple nights ago um, at the team that traded him and drafted him on the same night. Dropped a quick 75. We'll talk a lot about that. There were some football games, I think, that happened this weekend. And, like ah. this big artist Ooh. that, I mean, gave big, a big smooch to one of the best Titans to play the game. Some Ranger news if we get to it. Uh, mostly basketball. We uh, both decided to attend a game. My record stays one and three. Terrible. I'm just going to stop That's showing tough. up to games. And Austin, know, I baby. think, is one and oh. One and oh. I, hey, I started just like you. Believe it or not, hey, it was yeah, one yeah. and oh for so me, that too. That means I got I to quit while the, while the getting's good. Got to quit. Quit while I'm ahead. Yeah, or you can go and try three more games and see who's better. But yeah, so guys, um, Austin Ollie Sports Podcast, like we said. Go ahead and follow us on the social medias, um, Instagram, Austin underscore and underscore Ollie, TikTok, Austin Ollie. Watch us on the YouTube. Um, I try hard, man, because like, I mean, I shower and stuff and then I make sure my hair looks good. And believe it or not, I find it so tough to find a shirt to wear, like to wear. Yes, like, hey, that's a big deal. That's like, a big deal. If you guys deal. are watching for all those like 10 viewers that we get in every occasional, like 2030, <laughs> when we got the World Series win. Like I was, I was shirtless sitting here and then Austin goes, invite set. And I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, Let me you put it in my closet because I and yeah. I looked through it and I'm like, I've worn that one, I've worn that one, I've worn that one, I've worn that one, I've worn that one. Do I want to wear that one? Yeah, I, I did the not, same like thing. That, I, I go through yeah. it and I'm like, damn, what do I want to wear? I did, the, I did the like, same thing. Because like it's gonna be clips yeah. and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had a hoodie on and I was like, damn, I realized I think I think I was wearing that last week. Like I gotta take that off. Let me put something <laughs> See, else on. Yeah, you think about it. Yeah, you think about yeah. it for sure. Uh, that's but, funny. Uh, what'd you get into this week? Anything cool? Uh, let me think. Friday, uh, Friday was chill. I uh, just had people over. Uh, we were just playing pool. Yeah. Um, caught up with some old friends because he lives in Chicago now, and they didn't leave my house at like five five thirty in the morning. Like that's time went crazy. by. Like we were just we we're just chopping yeah, it up. That's, and I'm like, that's, the, that's the best just... kind of night though. That's Bro, the best kind of night. It was three thirty, and I'm like, okay, you guys got to go home. Like you know, like I'm just trying to go <laughs> sleep. Whatever. Three thirty turned to like five thirty, and I went to bed like at six. Yeah, and I was like, God damn. Yeah, um, but it was a good time. Uh, just chill, pool vibes. Uh, Saturday, went to the gym. Um, I actually decided to watch um, a movie. I think was Saturday. I never sit down and watch movies. Okay. Like yeah. it's, I, I like I like watching movies. I like watching movies. Yeah, it's making time and just like during the week, uh, get home kind of kind of latish. We do this or working on something else from work, gym, food, whatever. And I just feel like it's terrible saying this. I feel like I'm wasting my time sitting there watching a movie. But then I'd yeah. rather just be on my phone, wasting time on my phone or playing yeah. video games. So stupid. But I watched The Covenant um, with Jake Gyllenhaal. So I haven't finished okay. it. There's like 45 minutes left because I left uh, early to go. That's like the, is that the military? Is that the one military yeah. one? Yeah. Where he has like Have the, uh, yeah, the he translator? has like the guy. With the, yes. That's a yeah, good, we a saw dog. that in theaters. That's a good movie. Dude, it's a good movie. It took me this long to watch it, dude. I love Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. Like I said, I just haven't really watched anything. Um, but it was getting good. And there's like 45 minutes left. But then my mom was like, hey, we're going to your uncle's. I said, okay, cool. And that same night, it was um, Chicharito's uh, conference, his pres- uh, like his presentation. Oh, yeah. So then, like my uncle was like, "Let's take shots." I said, "Okay." <laughs> so got me ready. Um, I went out to Dallas that night with some friends from um, from university from the university, and then my cousins. Yeah, we were chilling, and we ended up somehow at 01 again. Don't ask me how. Bro, we ended you up there love again. that place. No, it's not that I love it. It's just Raul was bitching that he wanted to go again, and I was That's like, "All right, bro." We literally said we said last weekend that. We can't come every weekend. Like it's a every now and then thing. And what we were at before, it was it was my type of bar. It was chill, 
people oh, our yeah. age. Little dive bar. Bro, the DJ out. was bumping, dude. He was pumping oh. that shit. And I look over at Raul and he just seems very sad. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to be <laughs> dancing with someone the whole time. Like, I'm having a blast right now. But Saturday and then Sunday, uh, watched football, um, went to church, saw football all day. It was a long day, low key. I was trying, I was almost falling asleep like at seven o'clock. And I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah, getting that's into my, my jam packed weekend. Getting, into, getting that old man schedule. Oof, no, stop. That's why I stayed up. I was like, hey. I can't do that. Uh, can't do that. Yeah. Man, you're, hey, I'll tell you what, your weekend was more entertaining. I just, I feel like married life, all we did was just like run errands, like just yeah. looking for a place to live. That's pretty much it. That's yeah. like all we've been doing. So, Way to rub it in to all the listeners, guys. Austin's married. Uh, if you're single and not married, your life sucks. Clearly, is what he's nah, telling nah, us nah. right I now. Mean, I, I feel like you're, so. you're doing way more, you're doing a lot more fun stuff than I am. I promise you that much. Uh, we're about but, to have some yeah, fun. Don't I mean, worry about it, though. We're about to have some fun. Yeah. Maybe. We're about to have some fun. Don't maybe. stop. No, stop. Maybe. Don't say to maybe. Don't say yeah, to maybe, bro. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Just, just get on, bro. But, just, 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 if you got nothing else to anyway, say, is that all you got yeah, to say from that, That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Damn. So, anyway, yeah. uh, Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. Got a superstar on our team. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Uh, Ollie, you want yeah. to tell us, a little about, tell us a little bit about the Suns game, your experience there? Uh, unfortunate loss by, what is that, 23? So, we got smacked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... What was that last yeah, Tuesday? Yeah, it was uh, it, uh, when, Wednesday. When, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Right? Yeah, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, it was a good time. Um, with some friends, we were watching the game. It was fun because uh, we came out hot. Um, we were shooting at least like seventy percent from three. We were like seven or ten yeah. in the first like, I don't know if the first quarter or like going into the second quarter too. Like we were just dogging on these I mean, guys, yeah, and I was I even mean, telling them like, dude, when we, yeah, we hit threes, like we're on it. Blah blah blah, and we're up by our biggest lead was sixteen, so we blew a sixteen point lead that game. Uh, they cut it close at the second at the second quarter. I remember we got up, and there's like this little like um, this air like a bar area, like a club in the section that we we're in. So I went back yeah. there. We just got up, and like I met up with other friends that were there, chill, drink a little bit, and like we missed like maybe two or three minutes of the third quarter. And I look up, and we're down by like twelve or fourteen. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so we're back to our seat, and we're just getting obliterated. Um, nothing was really going our way. Everybody was missing shots. Uh, it was Kyrie's first game uh, out. It was like right before. I think it was his thumb that he's messing with. Yeah, he has like a thumb um, sprain or something like that. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, Luca dropped his casual 34 points. Tim kind of tried to help the team out with 17. Devin Booker dropped 46, but no one gave a fuck. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, no. What pissed me off was that we took out we took our starters out and I saw them score like I think like two or three buckets still and I'm like why are you still playing like everyone else is out and you're over here stat padding against the bums and that's what pissed yeah. me off if I didn't like Devin Booker enough already that's understandable I I there's yeah. something about there's something about I think it stems from from the playoff series in the Western Conference Finals year oh, where we yeah. just blew yeah. that whole series right that went to seven and I think just. Mm-hmm. I never really had a problem with Devin Booker, but then you you sit there and you watch him for a seven game series like that, and you just see his whining and just all that like, and then just how um, I want to say like I guess they were just so cocky that whole series and just shit talking oh, the Mavs yeah. and all that stuff and mm-hmm. like just rubbed yeah. you the wrong way. So and I was listening to a podcast. It was probably last week, and it was they were talking about how in the NBA it feels like the great rivalries are kind of gone like because yeah, everybody's that, so yeah. friendly and with like the social media mm-hmm. age, like everybody knows each other, stuff like that. And they're like, well, the only exception is 
the Mavs and the Suns because it feels like both those teams just genuinely just hate each other. Like you can tell Luca just anytime he plays against the Suns, like just hates it, hates Devin Booker. Like just they don't really seem that they they vibe or anything like that. So definitely mm-hmm. sucks to have a game like this, just almost an embarrassing loss. I mean, it is an embarrassing loss. I mean, yeah, but to a team that is probably the biggest rival that we have in the in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And also, I think like you said, watching them. That seven game series, and especially against your team, you start to notice players like for us for a while yeah. it was the Clippers. I mean, you could still put the yeah. Clippers on there because we were just matched up against them almost like yeah, it was every two years in playoff a row. is what it felt like yeah. exactly. So you you tend to see those guys, and um, mm, the only guys you can really think about that you hated on those Clippers team it was um, Montrezl Harrell for Pat, sure. That's a guy. Yeah, that, Montrezl Harrell. Pat I hated I hated yeah. Zubac too because Zubac I feel like oh. <laughs> Zubac always played really well. Dude, he just. It's just funny. Batum, too. That guy pisses me off, too. Yeah. Nicholas Batum. Um, but, yeah, no, stuff like that. Uh, watching them for a seven-game series, and especially against your team, and then calling, like, um, Jalen Brunson soft and this and that, and then knowing that you get the last laugh obviously does help you a lot. So that's yeah. good. But, no, like you said, I mean, even even then, yeah, there's rivalries and stuff. Or, I mean, like, it's died down, even though you say that the Madison Sun is one. Mm-hmm. If he kind of, I mean, it still gets televised nationally. Like Luca yeah. dropped that, um, however many points on was it? It was the Christmas game, right? Yeah, I think it was fifty on Christmas. Fifty on Christmas. Yeah, it was fifty on Christmas, and you can definitely tell that he was passionate about it. Like he wants to beat them, but yeah, so nothing like it was before. Definitely nothing like it was before. So yeah, no. So mm-hmm. moving, uh, I I guess before we move on, I I do want to talk about the Suns because I think that the Suns are a team that once they were held, they were hurt for a really long time. Sorry, this is kind of stemming away mm-hmm. from the Mavs and kind of more just in a general like NBA discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, the Suns were a team that were hurt for so long. Like, I don't think their big three really has played together that much between Beal, Booker, oh, and yeah. KD. Mm-hmm. And now you're starting to see that, you know, the three of them are back. And Grayson Allen is himself is almost shooting 50% Man, from three. Grayson Allen, bro. I know. Yeah, and so it's it's crazy because, like, you see them, like, they started out pretty – I think they were outside the play-in for a while, and then that was, like, when yeah. Bradley Beal was hurt, and then now they're just stringing together wins. And I think the Western Conference in general is just so tight that you can just see, like, I mean, one loss moves the Mavs uh, – I mean, one win – I mean, would move the Suns, say, would move them up to the five seed or a loss would move them down to eight. So, like, I think just in general, the Suns are are a team that's hot. They're playing really, really well. And it's a team come, you know, come the playoffs, you kind of want to stay away from. But, um, yeah, definitely. I guess just kind of more general comment on the Suns and then the Western Conference as a whole. If you got anything to add. Yeah, Western Conference is, um, yeah, Western Conference is crazy. Um, It's it's stacked, dude. I I guess maybe as a. it's always been more tough. They always say that, and I agree to that. Um, yeah, the East is low key always kind of been weak, but um, yeah, I feel like the last few recent years, at least with the Mavericks, it feels like the same way. So like, there's the top three is usually always solidified. Like you have your guys like like right now, it's a Timberwolves, Nuggets, Thunder, all either thirty three or thirty two wins, and then yep. it's Clippers, King, and then Clippers thirty, and then there's the Kings, and there's like a three game gap of like twenty seven, yep. twenty seven, twenty six, and so forth. So it just feels like. The top four to get the home playoff game, all those games are always super close. It's always competitive. Like you can drop from yeah. I it was I think it was that Suns that Sun series or when we played the Jazz in that same uh, playoff run, it was yep. like the same thing. It was either you were fighting for four, and if you lose, you drop down like five or six. 
Yeah. So it definitely wasn't yeah, big for a... seating and stuff like that. So it feels like it's been like that for a long time, at least. Yeah, I know. So and there's a lot of good teams. And honestly, like I the Timberwolves, Nuggets, Thunder, like I don't even know if those are the best three teams in the West at this point. Like the Clippers, they started out so bad, and then now you know you got James Harden, you got Paul George, you got Kawhi. They're clicking. I mean, the Suns are clicking. Yeah, same with them. Yeah, with the injuries. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, and even then, like the Nuggets. I mean, just won the play in or just won the the NBA championship last year, and they're mm-hmm. just like you'd never hear anything about them. You just they're casually just sitting in the two seed, just kind of doing their thing. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, West is a West is a strong conference, man. It's a strong conference. Mm. But back to what I was talking about, uh, Mavs on Friday night, Luca decided to drop a casual seventy three on seventy six percent shooting. Uh, went twenty five of thirty three from the field, eight of thirteen from three. Uh, kind of surprising in terms of Luca. He went fifteen and sixteen from the line. Yeah, he was uh, one Mavs. Man. Yeah, ended up with 73 points, which was tied for fifth all-time in a single game. Mm-hmm. Or something of that so. nature, fourth. Um, mm-hmm. And somehow the Mavs still only ended up winning by five, which is kind of crazy to me. <laughs> Needed every single um, bit of that, man. Yeah, and I want to say that Jalen Green or Josh Green and Luka Doncic combined for the second most amount of points in the game behind Kobe and Smush Parker back when Kobe dropped 81. So yeah, fun little exactly, fact there. Yeah. I'm not crazy, Josh Green out of all guys. Yeah, um, but I think to me, one, it's obviously right. You got to talk about Luca with how I mean, just unbelievable line and just uh, the incredible efficiency that he did it with. I mean, he missed eight shots, five of them were threes, and you know, other than that, like just absolutely balling. And he still had ten rebounds and seven assists, so it's not like he wasn't looking to make a play he was just fucking he was just on one you know yeah um i think the one thing that i had that was negative about this was Embiid had scored 70 what a couple days beforehand or something like that yeah and you know they were all all the national media was talking about Embiid, like basically just glazing Embiid and all this stuff and then all of a sudden <laughs> lucas scores 73 and it's oh well the nba doesn't play any defense anymore the defense that the Hawks were playing was absolutely pitiful, blah, 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 blah. Just the same old. I feel like Luca just, in terms of national media, is one of those guys that just doesn't get the appreciation and the love that I feel like he deserves. It's crazy, is, dude. It's crazy yeah. to me. It doesn't make any sense. He's got a, they have a terrible agenda against him. Um, I know I saw yeah. one clip of, oh, this is um, like a bunch of like youngsters are going to use this. Like, oh, Luca 73 points didn't count because it was like one play where like, he like dribbled through three guys like fucking cones and just fucking got a layup yeah. in. I mean, but you got to watch the game. And then another thing that people always say is that he doesn't get his team involved, and that's the reason why they don't win. Which and is I'm crazy. Like, One, just say, I was like, just say you don't watch Mavs games. Yeah, it's I crazy. Mean, I know how Luca plays, or we can both say how Luca plays or how Luca looks, is because obviously we watch Mavs games. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm be honest. Like, I'm not gonna go out there and talk about another player that I don't watch on a consistent basis. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I just don't. The only time I see them play is when they play against my team. But for you to say that Luca doesn't get his team involved and look at the yeah. starting lineups and the bums he has to deal with yeah. in the past few years. Like, I was watching the game yesterday only because I was I placed a sport bet, okay? <laughs> I was watching the Hornets play. I was watching the Hornets play against the Knicks. And then Frank Nilakina popped up on my screen. Yeah, just like, Luka fraud. Luca was in the fraud. playoffs with this guy. And, and he was Reggie, a significant Reggie contributor. Reggie Bullock, dude. 
was a starter, played 40 minutes for us almost on a daily basis and would yes. get zero points. How many times? He was a starter, and he can't even get points uh, on get the Rockets. On the Rockets, yeah. I mean, Dorian Finney-Smith is Dorian Finney-Smith Look at was Dorian Finney-Smith. Look at Dorian Finney-Smith. Everybody was butthurt about that trade. Like, oh, you should have kept Finney-Smith. I still think that trade was better off for the Mavericks, getting yeah. Kyrie Irving, yeah, obviously. 100%. 100%. Um, but that's another different story to talk I mean, about. Dinwiddie. But, yeah. Dinwiddie, too. And Dinwiddie's, yeah, I mean, Dinwiddie's been like, he had, he had his, like, his thing here. But Luka makes players better. You have to see how wide open he gets them. Oh, my. Especially, taking, in the, like, especially in the Hawks game. Did you watch like the last couple minutes of that Hawks game? Yeah, like it's just it's okay, so because he, yeah, I mean, he he's, drive, he's getting he triple teamed. He's getting triple teamed. Like they finally started full pressing him, and yeah. he gives the ball to someone else, and they probably lost it or they can't handle the ball. So and so, there was a play where he drives to the paint. He could have got the layup, and he was already like, or he could have got the jumper, and he was like at at this point like seventy points, I think. So if you're saying that he's ball hogging and he doesn't like getting his team involved, there's this one. It's this yeah. to Josh Green because two guys are on him and they both jump. This is to Josh Green, misses the open layup, and Lucas. I mean, pissed. there's He's so many. Like, there's so many times when you watch the game, like you can tell, like he makes the exact right play, does what he does, pass the ball, yeah. and then like whoever it is, like I think it was last night, Josh Green, like mm-hmm. Lucas, same kind of deal, right? Uh, drove to the basket, took two with him. Josh Green was wide open. Instead of taking the pull up three, Josh Green dribbles, puts the ball back on the floor, puts it up for like a just a long two clanks off the rim out and then luca's just sitting there just bitching at jason kidd like telling Ooh. him to take him off bitching at josh green <laughs> like just and it's just because like just all this stuff like we just it feels like we don't have high basketball iq players on the team other than i would say like luca Derek Kyrie. lively and Kyrie. Derek lively yeah <laughs> i don't know and i want to put tim in, the, in that conversation because he's been our third Dude, best tim player all season me off, but he pissed but, me off in that first half. He, he pissed me, me off in that first half last so night. He makes me so mad, dude. He looked he makes goofy, me so and mad. then he turned the fuck up in the second half. It, it makes, He's so it, it streaky, makes me dude. So this is why... It makes me so mad. We'll probably get to it, uh, but trade pieces, yeah. like, I just don't know what to do with him. I... Yeah. Um, <sighs> I okay. I, I, I guess. Anything else on the on that Hawks game? Nah, man. Just... I, nah, I it's that... crazy how you don't respect Luka like, after a performance like no that. Sense. Like you, Yeah, it makes no you sense. You haven't seen one since... This is the highest point since Kobe, right? Yeah. So Yeah, we haven't, we haven't seen like, anything that's, like that. That's not fucking easy. Um, yeah. So yeah, Talk to us about how um, your front row experience was. You're welcome to, for the tickets, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, before we get to that, there was they played again on Sunday, uh, Saturday. Lost to the Kings oh, 120 yeah. to 115. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luca twenty eight ten and seventeen. Uh, Grant Williams surprisingly kind of went off, which he hasn't really yeah. done much lately. He's been a cardio, uh, cardio player out there. Um, but twenty seven and eight, uh, seven threes for him. Um, lost by five. I kind of was a comeback to come back down to earth moment. I think for the Mavs. I mean, Jaden Hardy went one of seven. Luca nine of twenty six. It's kind of pretty inefficient all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um. I think we shot what we shot thirty four percent from three, and so I, I think I saw a stat that was when the Mavs shoot below thirty percent from three, their own own eleven. When they shoot better than thirty seven percent from three, I think they're like eleven and one. And then when they shoot between thirty and thirty seven percent is when you know they're what what would that be like fucking 
10 and 10 or 10 and 15 or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, we live or die just, by the three ball. We should yeah, know that. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, and as a team, we shot, what, 44% compared to the Kings shooting for 54%. So just shows that, like, this as a team, I think the, the Mavs is so streaky. But yeah, uh, I don't really think. I mean, the Kings are a pretty good team, too. So not really. No, they're a good too. team. I mean, they have size with Sabonis. Oh, you saw there. I mean, 17 points. I mean, you got double-double yeah. with 11 boards. You had Harrison Barnes get 20 points, and he hasn't been playing that well, and he's old as shit. Um, it's crazy. He got himself yeah, 20 crazy. points. Got himself 20 points, and then Fox got himself 34. I mean, that's just a good team. That's Yeah, they're a good I mean, team. We talk, I think I mean, they're we the 60 right we, now. Or the um, five I think they're the 5 seed. Mm, the Kings? Yeah, they're 5th. 5th seed. 5th, right. Um, they have a damn yeah. good roster. So, I mean, when you go against a team that struggles in size, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Yep. So... Uh, yeah, moving along. So I was in attendance last night, Monday night, against the Mavs and Magic. And I was honestly, like, going into the game, right, I was worried uh, because the Magic have size. I think their starting lineup is they have Cole Anthony, who's 6'4", and then everybody else is 6'10", or 6'11". With, yeah, I, I saw a tweet Franz about their, their closing lineup, and they look fucking it's massive. It's ridiculous. It's massive. And then you see it on the yeah. court. And oh, I can't even imagine. It, it's yeah, like up close and personal. It's it's crazy. And um, so obviously, right? I basically had the reverse experience of you, where the Mavs for you came out super hot, and then all of a sudden they you like go away at halftime, and then they come out and mm-hmm. they're just cold. Well, for me, the Mavs just could not. One, they couldn't play defense. They couldn't shoot the ball. I think the lone bright spot in the first half was Jaden Hardy. I think Jaden Hardy was hot. He was going he was crazy. Threes. He he mm-hmm. honestly was kind of keeping the Mavs in the game, which is which was massive. Um, but you could tell like Luca was frustrated. They he kind of like wasn't on the same page they were, as they everybody were else. Him. They were shutting him down at the beginning. Yeah, uh, I think it's yeah. uh, Jonathan I, Isaac. He was on him. Yeah. Um, what, he was. What doesn't make he was any sense? Up on him. What doesn't make any sense is if you. I didn't realize it until this morning, but Jonathan Isaac ended up only playing eight minutes last night. Seven minutes. Well, so okay, because like, you know his story, right? Was he, he was hurt? a he was a former first yeah. round. He was so he was a former first round pick. Um, he was supposed to be very promising. Has yep. deal. He has dealt with like a lot of season ending injuries. Yeah. Um, and I think this he started the game, and you see when he played. Eight yeah, he minutes? was a starter. Yeah, he was. He's a starter, and he only played. He played seven minutes, and it was crazy because it felt like anytime he was on the court. I mean, in seven minutes, he was plus fifteen. Which and is he was, yeah. He looked, I was like, so, from what I was saying, he was making Luca struggle because he has yes, like those yeah. arms, his length, and everything. He's long, and, yeah. And so wow. that's what I noticed. And then all of a sudden, he just like didn't play. So it makes me wonder if maybe on the broadcast they said he was hurt or something like that. I don't really know. But I don't anyway, know. my God, it was just like it was cool to see because it's the first game I've been to in oh my God, probably a year and a half or so in person, and like to see Luca like just take over a game like that is unreal and then like tim like we had just said man he's he's so streaky and he really didn't do shit shit in the first in the first half but man that's true the second half he was unreal and there's that's where to me it's a it's possible that like i don't know if if you can trade him because i think he's so integral to what the mavs do and they need somebody like that to to be able to say, all right, when it's just Luca, they need somebody that has that opportunity to be able to get hot and to consistently get hot. And I mean, he just put a casual thirty six up last night. Like, 
36 on 11 of 17 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3, 9 of 11 from, from uh, the free throw line. And that's as a starter when he's a six-man. Um, Other things that I noticed yesterday, uh, Derek Lively, absolutely unreal. He's a oh monster on the boards. God. He's big. <laughs> he's... Him, I think him and Luca, yeah, his his chemistry with Luca, you can tell. Like even though it's been barely half a season, like they're gonna be crazy, especially with just the the alley oop threat. I think that he's gonna future's be future's bright, have. dude. And, future's bright. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that that he, I want to say him and Luca have the most combined alley oops this season at like twenty seven, maybe. Oh, and and um. I think he he broke his nose. I think that that shot that he had in the face by oh, yeah, who was it? It was oh, Wendell Carter. Oh, Wendell right? Carter, yeah, Wendell Carter yeah. ended up breaking his nose apparently. So he's out tomorrow. But to be able to go in shoot what was it? Those four free throws with a broken nose, yeah. and then the, to basically put the game away with the with the alley oop was was awesome. Oh, dude, I dude, I alley oop from my from yeah. when I was watching it. I was just like, dude, I this probably lit as fuck in there. Yeah. I think it that's was the, crazy, dude. Like the that definitely like the best game this year that I can think of. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it might just place, be recent memory. I'm trying games. to think of like yeah. another game in at American Airlines Center <laughs> specifically, like that close. And definitely, I think the first game where, like you said, like if you you probably from the beginning were like, this is gonna be a shitty night. Like, it's gonna be a terrible night. Yeah, it sucked. And it just got. It, it, I mean, they were up by sixteen. They they um they cut down a sixteen point deficit. I mean, um, the fact that they they, they fucking it up. They in the third quarter, the Mavs outscored the Magic thirty five to twelve. I mean, just to, to Dude, their defense was and, insane. I think they were yeah. They started like zero for eight, zero for seven. I think the Magic yeah, did in the third disgusting. quarter, and then ended up like I don't know. I mean, obviously, yeah, only twelve points to thirty five is crazy. Yeah, and so just I mean that was just unbelievable. Um. One thing that I do want to mention too is okay, you have one. <laughs> Dwight Power looks ridiculous. He look, <laughs> with those fucking goggles, bro. He looks like a dog. He, he looks, looks like so. <laughs> he looks so ridiculous. And when I saw him come in the game, I was like, bro, what are we doing? Because because you saw him like he was like getting ready to come in, and you saw those goggles that he had on his face. And then while he was on the bench, he had like the warm up top with the pants. And he had like the. Have you seen those little like back warmer things on? Like the ones or, that yeah, like yeah yeah the, yeah. It kind of like massages. It, like, goes, or, it like heats your back. Yeah yeah. <laughs> so he had that on, and his like shirt was sucked in, and this dude looked like such a bum, such a bum. And I was like, please do not put him in. Looks and like a bum. Plays in. like a bum. Must be yeah. a bum. <laughs> he came in, played one minute, and Jason Kidd said, "All right, go ahead, sit on the bench, big dog." Um, but three people, or I guess two people, I want to shout out is Grant Williams and Maxi Kleba. They on the okay. stat sheet, you really don't see it. You really don't see it at all. I mean, they combined for four points, three rebounds, and two two assists, and that's in twenty eight and twenty two minutes combined. But mm-hmm. their defense, both down the stretch, was it, it was. I mean, it doesn't look like it because of their box my or their plus minus. But I yeah. mean, Grant Williams was just being an absolute dog on defense. Maxi was out there like defending on the perimeter at as as a six ten power mm-hmm. forward like, yep. Um, I feel like they both were just really really impressive on the defensive side and between Luca, Tim, Lively, Jaden Hardy, like you just didn't need them to produce on the offensive side, so that's fine. Um, Jalen Green, I think that he's probably the tradable asset that we got to get rid of if we want to him. Josh Green, yeah, maybe, yeah, Josh Green. Sorry, and I don't know. I mean. 
that was just maybe it's just one game and obviously i think with the the hawks game he had 20 but i mean it just he was cold from the field he didn't really playing, look like he did. um i mean i mean if you look at it from his last couple games um 2 11 21 8 14 13 9 and 18 yeah. point wise um yeah. he's super inconsistent but i'm not going to i'm not going to lose sleep if that's one of the guys you trade that's definitely the guy. yeah and i i don't yeah. know i mean i feel like it's either I think it's going to be Rashawn Holmes and then somebody else. And personally, I think that if it were Josh, it were, it were between Josh Green and Jaden Hardy, I think I would rather give up Josh Green. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, it's I, easy. I think I think last year you saw what Jaden Hardy can do with extended extended run, and then even last night, like that dude was yeah. he was cooking. And I yeah, think but the, he's the kind thing of, is yeah. If you want if you want something in return, I think yeah. Hardy has to be the one to go. Because I don't yeah. know what the NBA executives or GMs view of Josh Green. Josh Green. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, that's fair. I mean, if I could tell you that they probably think Jalen Hardy down the stretch is better, contract wise yeah. too, because he's cheaper. And well, I mean, but he's yeah, also I mean, getting ready. I think he's due for a, a contract next year after next season. Because I think this is is it. Yeah. So I mean, he got drafted what two years? He ago? He got drafted last year. He was he was last a rookie year. last year. So I mean, okay. no, so he probably so I don't has know two how more NBA control. contracts work. I was like, I don't know how NBA contracts yeah. work. He probably has two more years, but I mean, still, like, I just think that he's starting to develop his like his playmaking side. I mean, two games in a row, he's had seven assists. Um, against Portland on January fifth, he went nineteen nine and nine. Um, oh, yeah, it was close so, to the I mean, double, yeah. Yeah, I just I think that especially with with Kyrie around, I think he's in the perfect scenario to where he doesn't have to produce that much. He doesn't have to be a primary ball hander because Kyrie's here, Lucas here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that I think he's him and and I think he's he's super valuable to keep around. And I, I think as a let's say in two years, right, he takes over the Tim Hardaway role. I think that that's extremely extremely important and a valuable a valuable piece mm-hmm. to keep around. So no, I definitely see that. That's, um, yeah. I think all I got Mavs wise. You got anything else? Um, no, it's just, um, they're 26 and 21 now. Yeah. Seventh in the West. Um, they're four and six in the last 10 games. Uh, that's including three straight L's to the Lakers, Celtics, and Suns. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about them right now on a scale of one to 10? I think, I still think that, I think early, I think at the beginning of the season, we had mentioned that, you know, I could see them being probably three, four seed trying to get that playoff, like a playoff home series. And yeah. I don't, I don't know if with the West and how it is, I, I don't think that they have the size to keep up with Minnesota. They don't have the size to keep up with, with the Nuggets. Yeah. Oklahoma city, I think is fine. I think they're better in a playoff series in Oklahoma city. So I, I mean, I would rather match up against them. I don't want to match up against the Clippers. I don't want to match up against the Suns. Nope. nope. So I mean, I think realistically, success is you know avoiding the play-in, getting the six seed. Yeah. I think is is probably realistic. Five seed at best, I think this year, and then just hope to win a playoff series, which I think is is kind of what we had said anyway. I think I think if you win a playoff series, that's probably realistic for them. Um, I mean, obviously, right? Like Derek Lively's still young; he's got to develop more. Mm. Uh, I think he had four personal fouls last night, maybe five. So, five. like, still got to figure five. out. Five. Yeah. He was flirting with around it. Yeah. 
yeah so i mean he's still got to kind of figure that out um and just the supporting cast i mean we kind of know that like it's so inconsistent on i mean luke is going to get his 25 a night 30 a night mm. but like you don't know if tim hardaway is going to shoot you know go off for 36 or you don't know if he's going to go one of yeah. 12 from three so it's just it's super hard to to expect this team to be consistent especially with i mean kyrie's been hurt a lot of the season i mean i mean even the, the whole team hasn't stayed healthy like right when it looked yeah. like everyone's gonna be healthy don texan went down or Derek jones jr went down so yeah i'm giving benefit of the doubt that i mean give it a couple i mean i don't know how long everyone's gonna be out for me like the next two or three weeks yeah and this team can hopefully go out full strength and maybe we can reevaluate this team but as of now I, I totally agree with you you want to get out of the playing tournament and yep. I, I feel like that's that can be a realistic that's goal being must. top six yeah, i think that's the must and then the highest i think they can go is five they'd be they'd really surprise me if they go top four at this i rate. agree yeah i think but that's, again I think we that's can re, re, reevaluate when everyone gets healthy and you better hope that nico and mark don't just sit on their hands at this trade deadline i just i mean i don't think that they're going to do anything is the, is the bad thing i don't i mean Rashawn Holmes is like the biggest. I mean, first a salary matching point. Like Rashawn Holmes a fat is a ass guy, yeah. mm. and I don't. I mean, he's not really that valuable. We. It's not like we have picks to trade. I, I don't nope. even think we have a pick in the draft this year. So, yeah. I mean, I I think that you kind of just have to get some of these contracts out and let some of that let some of that stuff expire and kind of run its run its course. So, kind of the way it is. And yeah, I think that's that for me at least. No, yeah, I got that. Yeah, so um, again, we'll see. Um, Maz got some games coming up. Um, let's see who they're playing. But these, most importantly, they need everybody to get healthy. I mean, Lu- you said Luca, Kyrie, yeah. Derek Lively are all going to be out tomorrow or today yeah. if you listen to podcast today. So don't bother watching that game. It's against the Timberwolves, so can't imagine what the spread's going to look like or just how that game in general is going to look like. It's going to uh, be spread is thirteen and a half right now. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, for an NBA game is crazy. That's like that's like yeah. thirteen and a half in the and then yeah in the NFL. Uh, so yeah, oh okay, this is fun. Um, Timberwolves, <laughs> Bucks, Seventy Sixers. Yeah, so the next yeah, three games. Uh, so, I mean, even <sighs> like even if you get so it's Timberwolves, Bucks, Sixers, Nets, Knicks, Thunder. I mean, that's the next six games, and that's I mean, aside from the Nets, if you can win three. Uh, I think they can win three. Yeah, I think they beat the Nets. I think they beat the Thunder at home. That's two. And I think that they can beat the the Sixers, maybe. I don't know. If, if it I mean, because Derek, yeah. Lively's hurt. Derek Lively's hurt. I mean, because he broke his nose. So who's to say how long he's going to be out? <laughs> Jesus. I, they might beat um, the Bucks at home. They might beat the Bucks at home. I see that. I see that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I don't let's know. go. Let's yeah. go ahead and talk about some football that's happened this weekend. How about that? Let's yeah. That. Um. So yeah, obviously the Super Bowl is coming up in two weeks, a week and a half. The Chiefs ended up winning the AFC Championship, while the Forty ers ended up winning the NFC Championship. Uh, both of us, I think, predicted the NFC champion, which isn't really too surprising. I don't think with how you how you saw it. Um, the Chiefs, I mean, just kind of been that bus all in the playoffs. It's it's hard to stop. I think Mahomes was what nine of nine, ten of ten to start the game at least. Start the game, yeah, yeah, just unreal. Um, so yeah, so uh, obviously some different 
circumstances in each game, what who do you think who's lost hurt the most? Um, you know, obviously I feel like Dan Campbell had some questionable decision making in, in the in the Lions game, but you know, which yeah. one do you think hurt more, the the Ravens or the Lions? Um, for me personally, I think it's gotta be the Lions. Just because you were up by so much. What yeah. was it? Seven uh, 21 six, yeah, 10? 21 10 or 21 uh, no they were up t- yeah it was 21 10 21 7 something like that 21 10 i think going into the half if i remember correctly but you had the game um brock purdy looked fucking horrendous and fuck him dude he got all these lucky ass passes dude he got like, deflected off the fucking helmet the one that he threw across to um i forgot who else like superman did like caught it up in the air and just was man is no, I think it was um Jennings. I think it was one that Jennings caught. Mm. Um, but it was just everything was going their way, and then obviously everyone's talking about the what ifs for Dan Campbell. I mean, he would didn't uh, if it wasn't trusting his kicker, but I mean he didn't change anything different. He he stuck to his game plan all year. They're the most aggressive team on fourth down, which they consistently did it. I mean they convert those. We don't even talk about it. There was only like one play call that was bad. It was when Jared Goff tried to throw it to Amon Ross and Brown. It was like maybe five yards away from him. Couldn't reach it. Uh, you missed Laporta in the end zone. He was wide open. Uh, Gibbs fumble. Obviously, that fucking hurts. Uh, you can't blame that on him. I think after the game, I, I, even I was blaming him. I was like, dude, why? You got to take the points against these good teams. But, yep. I mean, you knew him in the sideline. We, I mean, we saw him with the Cowboys were. How many times did they get penalized and get thrown back? And he was still going for the two-point conversion. He just kept going out there. Could have just got the points. But I guess, so that kind of just validates that he stuck to his game plan that he had been doing all year that got him into the NFC Championship game. But obviously, I'm pretty sure he's thinking, like, damn, Mike, damn, he should have taken the points against the best team in the NFL, probably. Yeah. I mean, and then the Super Bowl went out, what, but yeah. yeah. That's, and at, at that point, like, those, like, fine margins of – you have to be ballsy at some point, but still you have to know, yeah. like, hey, just take what they give you. And especially in, in these, you know, high leverage situation with, you know, NFC Championship, AFC Championship, Super Bowl, like stuff like that. It's you. It's always going to be, okay, well, you go for it and it works out. Wow, he's got balls. Good for them. Like, that's what he gets for trusting his team and all that. And, you know, say they don't go for it. Wow, it's gutless, blah, 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 blah. And so... Yeah, I agree. I think I think the the Lions themselves it hurts because of, you know, they were I think they were they were up how they were. What was it? Uh Chauncey Gardner Johnson was like waving goodbye to the 49ers fans in the second quarter. Just like yep. stuff like that where they just shoot themselves in the foot. It sucks. But I mean also on the Ravens side too to have all this expectation um you know, there's the the tag hanging over Lamar that he can't perform in the playoffs, and that you know when stuff like that happens, they're just they're just gonna they're gonna fold. So that sucks too. But I, I think you're right. I think I think Detroit it hurts them the most. <coughs> um, they're, they're both their coordinators are are might have get might have been getting poached. I think the offensive coordinator ended up saying that he's gonna stay, but their defensive coordinator is still possibly of of leaving. And you know, when you have teams like this that get to the you know, get to a Super Bowl run or NFC Championship run, like that's you know the the big point in the cycle where you know they're probably going to be losing guys from their contracts are up or they're not going to yeah. get paid mm-hmm. what they mm-hmm. what they can what they can keep and mm-hmm. unfortunately that's kind of is what it is. 
Yeah, and then, I mean, teams are never going to be the same. I mean, we repeatedly say that with the Cowboys. Um, it's never going to be the same exact team again. But, I mean, if you were to tell me that you were to hold Patrick Mahomes to 17 points, right, in the playoff game? Yeah, 17. 17 points, and you held them to the defense, probably the defense, they held them to nothing the whole second half. They scored no points. And yeah. they offense just couldn't get rolling. I mean, unlucky for uh, Zay Flowers, Zay obviously Jones. rookie. Yeah. Or, yeah, Zay Flowers, they, uh, he was trying to trying to be a superstar. I mean, he is a superstar, will be a superstar in this league. Uh, I love that pick for the Ravens. And look like he fits perfectly with Lamar Jackson in the Ravens offense. And he tries to extend for a big play. I mean, big players make big plays. But obviously, you look at yeah. it again, I mean, he extended out. Do you pretty need to take early. the risk? Yeah. Pretty early. Like you and then again, I mean, the whole offense, they went away from their game. Um, they were a heavy rush offense. I mean, you know that with Lamar yep. and all the we talked about it on the podcast last week. Yeah. They do their rushing game is insane. Justice Hill, um, Gus Edwards, um, I mean, and they had Gus, Calvin uh, Cook, right? It's yeah, it's crazy because like you look at the stats, I mean, they only ran the ball for sixteen times, but they still averaged four. They got away, they got away from the run. Yeah, and they got yeah. away from the run, and that's what got him there. And yep. I, um, I, I forgot what the tweet was, but I think um, Harbaugh is undefeated when their team rushes for a certain amount of times, and they didn't I reach that, it, yeah. that, that rushing quota. I just don't know why it. they went away from it. And you said, like, it wasn't like, hey, yeah, they were only averaging two or three. They were averaging five yards a carry. Yeah. And defense so. did all they could. Um, they stopped. They got the ball back, and then... Isaiah likely puts his hand up like he's fucking wide open and thinks he's that guy. And then he's not, triple coverage. I mean, you can, I mean, blame Lamar too for throwing it. But I mean, you probably see a hand up and you go, I bet. Release it. And you're like, oh shit. Okay. Three guys were all up on him. But uh, yeah, it just hurts. Um, I was rooting for the Ravens. I mean, everybody was rooting for the Ravens because it seems like the Chiefs are the most hated team on the planet right now with the whole Taylor Swift situation and stuff like that. That's what we can get into later. At the end, um, yeah, Chiefs and Niners Super Bowl. Um, I personally don't have a problem with the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I'm I obviously was... rooting for the Chiefs. Um, but I know a lot of people are starting to think that they're unlikable and stuff like that. But I just can't have the Niners win. I have no way too many people yeah, that are Niners fans. I think that, and as a, I Brock think as a Purdy Cowboys fan, to have a yeah. Super Bowl ring. Oh my God, no! I, I as a Cowboys fan, I think. Niners winning the Super Bowl is the lesser of the two evils for me. Um, yeah. so let the AFC team win it. I will say my one of my favorite memes of the weekend was uh like the Chiefs versus the Niners Super Bowl. It was like Hitler versus Stalin, <laughs> like the that poster. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was funny. But anyway, <sighs> um, but yeah, man, that's that's it for the main items that we have and it is now time to get to the new segment that debuted last week of the big three three big Yeesh, stories that we oh, have yeah. from the week um just gonna give some general takes on it stuff like that may not be mavs may not be you know big stuff just happens to be uh just whatever's going on uh first big story that we have going on is that the baltimore orioles are being sold to a billionaire owner i want to say for just over 1.2 billion dollars mm-hmm. um Obviously, they were very good last year with their, I don't want to call it money ball. I, I would call it more like uh, develop their own prospects kind of guys. Yeah. Was, yeah, really young uh, but team. But now, now with the idea that they have the super young team, 
they have, you know, Jackson Holiday coming up, still hasn't even debuted yet with, you mm-hmm. know, uh, was it Gunnar Henderson and Adley Rutschman? 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 Yeah, Adley Rutschman. And then there's that, there's that other guy who has a really weird last name. They just got yeah. called up too. And they all look the same. It's fun. They all get, yeah, they all have they all the same, same just like profile. It's crazy. Yeah. And they're all fucking dogs at baseball. So they know what to do. Yeah. But does the new owner, do you think that gives them a better shot to be contenders, spend a little bit more money than they have in the past? Uh, I think so. Um, like you said, um, they got super far. They got a hundred wins um, and they lost to your world series champions, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Can't yeah. They forget. got swept, right? Swept. Yeah. They got swept. Swept. Got swept. They got swept. Uh, they lost their two games, and they lost here. Um, they already have a young, promising team, and obviously they're not satisfied, and they still have one of the better uh, farm systems coming in. And like you said, Jackson Holiday still hasn't even debuted, and he's one of the biggest prospects. I think he's, in, I think he's the number one prospect. He's, yeah. he's the number he's... one prospect, and he should. he's, I think, going to be playing in the majors this year. So that's yeah. going to be exciting. And he just got drafted. Two years ago? Two years ago? I think he's the Jack Leiter. Yeah. Um, I think he's the Jack Leiter uh, yeah. draft. So two yeah. years ago. And for him to be up this high already, I mean, genes from his dad and stuff like that. So I definitely don't think the um, the owner's obviously doing something, knowing that it's going to be a really good investment um, for Baltimore. Um, yeah. They're not satisfied at all with what they did last year. Obviously, they're happy about it, that they got the step in the right direction. But now what are they missing? What are the key pieces missing? I mean, that's how you do it. I mean, I'm... We were, I mean, yeah, I mean, we would spend money. The Rangers spent money. Obviously, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, your yep. most expensive middle infield, but obviously paid off. So they're going to look at their, I mean, their pitching was really good too this year, but they're going to look at it and go, okay, um, what can we do to make this team better? Um, it might not even happen this year just so because there's not that many crazy yeah, free agents kinda, at yeah, this point it's now. Late. It's been really dead too. I mean, Cody Bellinger still hasn't found a team, but it looks like he's going to resign with the Cubs. Um, Montgomery still hasn't found a team. Don't know if he's coming back to the Rangers. I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, Blake Snell still hasn't found a team. Yeah. And after that, I mean, it's just kind of a bunch of, eh. and like Justin Turner, a DH just got signed um, to the Blue Jays. And I was hoping the Rangers could sign him because they're still looking for a DH. But no, nah, we got a DH. We got a DH. Wyatt Langford. Justin Foskey, if you don't want to say Wyatt Langford, but it's going to be Wyatt Langford. Ah, dude, he's gonna have to have a crazy spring training. I cannot wait. Um, less than like two weeks, and the yeah. pitchers and catchers will be reporting, and baseball will be almost packed. By the way, guys, yeah, crazy, um, crazy. Yeah, I think this uh, step in the right direction. Obviously, uh, I mean, I like the Baltimore Orioles. I it was they're a never hateable team. I I love their yep. youth, and they really uh, prospered it and really like put that out there for them. And obviously, it worked. I mean, 100 wins, but inexperience comes in. Uh, Rangers come in and just blow them out the water um but they already had the fan base which i loved them I mean, you go back to that playoff experience they had everyone waving their orange flags and going crazy so it's exciting uh, it sucks that it's in the american league um you don't want them to do too well yeah it um, doesn't matter. we but, still got the we still got the world series i ain't worried about it we still got the world series and we still got another one to win this year that's all i gotta say facts facts yeah. well that was number one now uh number two is as we had previously kind of mentioned the Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Uh, does that make the Chiefs unlike likable? Um, personally, I think that it's the lesser of two evils to me. I obviously have a little bit of bias as a Cowboys fan. I think that I would rather the Chiefs win a Super Bowl than you know that fraud Brock Purdy win a Super Bowl. 
than the team that's knocked the Cowboys out of the playoffs two years. Not in this year, but last two out of the last three years. Win a Super mm-hmm. Bowl. So, yeah. Um, which is crazy. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I'll bop to Taylor Swift song every now and then. Um, and I think, you know, Travis Kelsey is a likable guy. Um, I think it's just Patrick Mahomes is starting to become unlikable. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. Personally, okay. if you really want to elaborate. The, yeah, elaborate. I, I just think that he, his Kermit the Frog voice, it's like Steph Curry. I think it's, hold on. It's like Steph Curry, right? Like where yeah. Steph has that, he's an outstanding player, unreal, kind of always allowed, like when he's playing, he's always going to have a chance for his team to win. And he's had a lot of success. But it's starting to get to the point where it's too much success, and you have to look at that one guy that is causing the success. So, like, it's not like I don't hate the Warriors. I mean, obviously, right when they brought Durant and they bought Dray, they have Draymond doing whatever Draymond does. But like at the end of the day, like my problems with Steph Curry because he's a good player. It's the same thing with the Chiefs. Whereas the Chiefs are likable; they're a likable, relatively likable franchise. Like mm-hmm. they're, you know, they have a good fan base. They, it's not like Andy Reid is just an absolute douchebag for a head coach like Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's it's not like they have a ton of talent. It doesn't feel like around around Mahomes because like they don't have a number one receiver that is like proven on the big stage. I mean, obviously, right? They have Rasheed Rice that's been balling. He's been yeah. playing really, really well mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Um, but they don't have that guy. It's they don't have. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco is a, a good running back, but he's not somebody that you would consider a top five running back in the, in the league. Um, can you name, aside from like Chris Jones on the defensive side of the ball, they don't have like a big marquee name on defense. So you look at the one guy that is making like, it feels like makes them successful. It's like, damn, like, can he just, can Mahomes just stop doing what he's doing? So that's it's, why I think it, it's insane. Just, it, I even said if he it's goes super impressive. I think about it. I mean, he he has won so much already. Um, still to win more. And for him to make it to Super Bowl again, and you just pointed out all those things where he's got yeah. a decent running back. Who say decent? He's a decent. Yeah, um, he's a good running below, back or above average, above average yeah, running back. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Rashi Rice, not even like best receiver, is just, but he's been been a pick. good addition. Yeah, he's been a good addition for them. Uh, started blooming late for sure, but I mean, you got the Kadarius Kadarius Tony situation where supposedly he's, <laughs> they're faking the injury because they're just like, man, fuck out of here. We don't even want you touching the field. Yeah, we gave you your shot. Uh, you had Nicole Hardman make that big play at the very end. Um, Volta Scantling, right? They have Volta Scantling, right? Yeah, Volta sure. Scantling. Okay, back. yeah. Um, and I mean, you look at it and during the season, they looked atrocious and no one was still able to knock him out. The bills couldn't do it. He went on and said, you know what? Okay. I'll do this on the road. If I didn't prove my worth already winning two, he has two Super Bowls. Yeah. Already has two, two Super Bowls. And they've I gone mean, to the AFC championship or to the, I, four they've gone to the AFC. Years? I think they've been, yeah. And they've, or they've, I mean, they've won, they've been the, AFC uh, champions for four out of five years. Yeah, and the fact that I mean they hadn't not hosted the AFC. This was the first year in five years that they hadn't hosted the AFC Championship. Yeah. It was unbelievable. First time he Unreal. went on the road. 
And and he's doing yeah. this though with the bum ass as a yeah. team. Traded away yeah. Tyreek Hill, debatably the best wide receiver in the league, definitely this year. Yeah. And he's still doing what he's it's, doing. And he led his team to a Super Bowl. I th- and if crazy. he wins it, he's yeah. I think undebatably he's the best ever. Like I'll say that ever like, already. Man. Ever. Nah, nah, Ever. nah. Yeah. He's still got a bit to go. He's still got a bit to go. Bit to go. I mean, go. you can't. That, what do you. With this team, dude? You forget, you forget that Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the lacrosse players as wide receiver one. Yeah, because his fucking defense carried him all the time. And you just said yeah. there's no good defense. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm, saying. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. Uh, go Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you said you bopped to Taylor Swift stuff. Um, I know you're married and stuff, and Emily I'm not probably listens lie. to it. Bro, but, I mean, bro, okay. I haven't listened to his new, her new shit. Like back then, Romeo and Juliet, no, I, you know, I, I'm, um, I'm just all saying, that shit. I, I'm yeah, I know the, the lyrics. No, I'm not the one that's. I I will say I don't go out of my way to listen to it. But when it's on, I'm vibing with it. It is what it is. Okay, that's crazy for you to admit that. I mean, you're no. Why would you not? You're better man than you I am. You know, tell you that this she's about to she's about to make a billion dollars <laughs> for or, or, no, not a billion four billion dollars off this tour that she's on four billy with a B. Personally, you pocket watching? Adding, yeah, yeah. Four billion dollars is crazy. Okay, I'm just mad. It's not me. I'm mad. It's not me. Yeah. And what, what, yeah. okay, the thing that did piss me off that's making them hateable is that <laughs> is ESPN. Po- did you see the ESPN slideshow that they posted about her? No, with <laughs> what they post with her concert because she has a con- like her con- her oh, tour yeah, ends in Tokyo, and they were like for her to make it to the Super Bowl and watch Travis Kelsey, she'd have to do this. And it's like the time difference works in her favor because Tokyo is like 16 hours behind and she'd still be able yeah. to make it to Vegas the day before and see Travis Kelsey play in the Super Bowl. I'm like, dude, why? That's, like, that so- is the biggest, that's the biggest thing that I have a problem with. Is I, okay, so if I will probably, or like, like my future job, hopefully, is to work for like a company like ESPN, Bleacher Report, something in sport. And if my story goes, hey, you know what I need you to post today? Taylor Go to Swift Taylor Swift's last thing. And you're gonna make a slideshow, okay? You're gonna post it on Instagram for the Swifties. I'd probably look at them. I'd do it. I mean, I have to do it. I mean, I, what can I say? I have it. to do it. I gotta Engagements. do it. Engagements. I mean, <laughs> Engagements. That and then there's a video, obviously with oh shit, the video with um Travis Kelsey and Mahomes messing with my boy um Justin Tucker stuff. I didn't fuck with that. Oh yeah. And then that was cool, but yeah. Hey, I mean it's football, so some grown ass men doing they it. They tried to. I, I saw that Mahomes said that he tried to blame it on Justin Tucker and that Justin Tucker was the one that started it. So, what well, from the, what it looks like, it I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone has their own like warm up area. Yeah. I mean, he wa- I mean Baltimore was home. So maybe Justin Tucker was like, you know what? I'm going to go fuck with them. Right. Cause like, why would they be on the same man? Cause I know kickers sometimes and stuff like that. They kind of, yeah, like, they do the thing. They kind of bop around, take up a lot of space. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know how that went, but yeah, I mean, I saw that and I was like, oh. Okay, I mean, but other than that, I mean, I don't think they're hateable. I, if they win it again, I'm not gonna be like, damn. It's not like when I saw the Patriots and Brady yeah. winning it. Like, if this is the dynasty, I'm nothing against it. So that's fair. Go Chiefs. That's fair. Go Chiefs. All right. Go Chiefs. And then the last big story of the big three is that NBA All Star Weekend is coming up in I think uh two weeks or so, and the All Star starters as voted on by the fans players and media were announced and i want to see if there were any big snubs so from the west the all-star starters are Giannis, joel Embiid, jason tatum tyrese halliburton 
and Dame Lillard. Uh, from the East, do you feel like there's any big snubs? I think there's only one that I can think of that probably, maybe two that had a shout. Um, but yeah, what about you? Do you have any ideas? Um, I know you left us, but I'm still fa- I'm still a big fan of Jalen Brunson. Yeah, that um, was one of the two that I had. Him and Dame are probably like the biggest, the biggest like borderline I think that you could say. Uh, Dame threw me off a little bit. Um, I didn't see nothing too crazy from him to be honest. Um, I mean he's the yeah. second star in his team, um, in a super team, and they're the only. Yeah, they're the only team that um had two that has two All-Stars. starters. All star starters. Yeah. Yeah. So I, mean, so if you I don't will win say it, um, it's kind of sad. That it, but, yeah, yeah, I will say that it came to. I want to say Dame and Jalen Brunson were tied on like the number of points through the metrics. And I think fan and, voting got him in, right? Yeah, fan voting was what put him in. So to me, it's surprising that Dame, like being in a small market like Milwaukee, was able to get in over Jalen Brunson, who's in a, the biggest market in New York well, City. New York, yeah. Yeah, and it's, Knicks, it's yeah. crazy to me that, that the fan voting was what put it over. But I mean, I guess Dame kind of has that more like superstar name. Than I think Brunson does. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think other than that, that's kind of my big. That's probably the only one that I can I can probably argue with. I think Tyrese Halliburton's had an unbelievable year. The oh, Pacers yeah, are a fun sure. team to he watch. Deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean Tatum is playing well. Even I'm not. Even Sad though I'm not the man, biggest I'm fan of Jason Tatum, team. but he's no, he's been that. playing well. I mean Giannis and Embiid it kind of self-explanatory. So yeah, there's that. Um, maybe Donovan Mitchell. Could have had a shout too if he was healthy. I, so I really haven't heard from him 20. this year, if I'm being honest. Yeah, so he, I think he's averaging uh, 26 like a game. Pretty similar stat 26? line. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar stat yeah. line to Dame. It's just that probably the health I mean, factor kind of in the, he, he's, yeah. he hasn't been super healthy. So, um, yeah, there's that. And then the West, the starters were LeBron James, KD, uh, Nikola Jokic, Luca, and Shea Gillages Alexander. Thoughts on that? Any snubs that stick out to you? It's it's tough to find a spot for him, but Anthony Edwards definitely I think yeah. should have been somewhere on that I like list. That. Yeah, definitely the tear that he's been on recently. Um, finally get the recognition that he deserves. I think he's always been a hooper, but I think a lot of yeah. people started noticing that this year with uh, the Timberwolves finally being contenders. Um, but I just. I mean, Shai it's impossible is also, to find. A, yeah, it, it's impossible to find a spot. I think it's not going to go over Luka, it's not going to go over Jokic, not over KD. Yeah. I mean, LeBron. I mean, it's because it's LeBron. He's not even doing anything. I mean, yeah. it's just LeBron. So I mean, it's it's automatic. But if anything, you would it'd be a toss up with with Shea. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. And the bad thing is, I yeah. think it's because yeah, I think I think there's that. Maybe you could argue. Maybe Anthony Davis over LeBron, but again, you're not going to put Anthony Davis in over yeah. LeBron. It just kind of is. No, is no. what it is. So, yeah. um, if I'm correct, the remaining All Star players will be voted on by the coaches and announced uh, here probably in the next week or so. I bet. Um, okay. Also, the Rising Stars Challenge is starting to be announced. Uh, your Mavs, Derek Lively was one of the rookies that were named. Yep. I think some mm-hmm. other rookies were. Victor Wimbenyama, Chet, uh, the Mexican sensation Jame Jaquez Jr. from oh, goat. from uh, from Milwaukee. There's some other guys. Um, from the Heat. He's from 
yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah, Miami, that's the Heat, yeah, uh, and some other guys like that. So yeah, so those are some of the big guys that were named. So also All Star content should be coming up here soon. But uh, unless you have any final thoughts, that's the big three. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, Luca's still yeah. that guy. Um, he still is that guy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, really, really quickly, we can hit on Cowboys and Rangers. There's a little bit of news coming out just mm-hmm. in the next five minutes or so. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. So, <laughs> Jerry Jones. Yeah. Jerry Jones. Um, he claims that they are going all in this year, 2024, big year. Um. Okay, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even have to, we don't have to, to spend to that it. much time on it. Um, just, just yeah. show me that you're all in. I'm, I mean, I'm saying that we should pull a Rams, literally just go all the fuck in on everything. Fuck the cash base, take the luxury tax, take everything. Yeah. Draft picks, boom, out of here. You, yeah, all in. Okay, go ahead. And everyone's yeah. already making fun of it by the trade deadline next year. It's gonna be like, I like my guys. And yeah, yeah. So they're not gonna make. I don't want to spend that much time on that on that poverty ass franchise or that shitty ass owner. So yeah, all in. Show it's us Jerry Jones that you're all in, please, yeah. please. Um, and then uh, so yeah, that's the Cowboys. Still as positive as ever with them. Um, Woo. and then the team that we are more positive about is still oh, your yeah. reigning, defending World Series Texas champion or World Series yeah. champion Texas Rangers. Yep. Uh what news what news we got coming out of Arlington? What we got going on there? Um so yeah, um your World Series MVP had surgery today. Uh nothing to be worried about. He got his hernia. Um so that's what he was dealing with. I don't know if you guys remember there was he you could definitely tell that there was something um not feeling right with him. At least like when you could just tell by his facial expression. So got a hernia and they thought that maybe he could just him just not playing would be better, but then they found out okay, maybe you're gonna need surgery for it. So he had surgery today. Uh, he should be fine for opening day. So nothing to worry about there. And if he, I mean, if he misses a cut, like first two weeks, it's fine. We got Ezekiel Durant. Durant. There. Yeah, yeah. got Ezekiel Durant waiting yeah, out there. He's ready to crank it up. Um, other news: uh, David Robertson, uh, relief pitcher, signs for the Rangers. He's a little on the older side, thirty-eight. He did get traded I didn't really from. Yeah, he's thirty-eight. Thirty-eight or thirty-six. One of the, that's a big difference, but uh, he is, was a, a closer. But probably won't be a closer here. I mean, he's probably gonna be a six, seven, eight inning guy. I mean, you give Leclerc the day off. Um, he comes in, so forth, so forth. But that just adds another right-handed uh, guy to your team, to your bullpen. And I think you only have like one or two guys in your bullpen that are lefties right now, which is yeah. uh, Andrew Heaney and Cody Bradford. But they're might gonna have to be in your starting lineup as. And yeah, Brock Burt. Um, he didn't have the best year last year at all. I had no. I mean, Bochi had no faith in him, but the year before that, his rookie season, he had insane numbers. So I hope he gets back to his regular him because I was a really big fan of Brock Burke. So those are only three lefties. So should definitely try to be in the market if still another lefty. And I don't think anything else is going to happen with relievers with them. It's going to be trade deadline. And I think that's the best thing you could do with relief pitchers is just go ahead and trade for them at the deadline because it's just whether they're hot or not. That's literally how it goes. I mean, yeah, that's kind of. I mean, that's that's basically yeah, and that's basically what we did with Chapman too. Yeah, you just, you just write the hot hand. Um, it's really hard for you to find a consistent reliever. I mean, like Josh Hader, that's going to be in the American League West now. Yeah. So we'll see plenty of him. Now looking forward to it. Um, and your boy, um, Ed Blondie, resigns again. Yeah. With the Rangers, like that. Uh, Jankowski, baby. Uh, he's just he's the team guy. Yeah, uh, he's. Yeah. He's like your. Uh, 
what's his face? I forgot his name already. Oh, Hedges. Head. He's like Austin Hedges. Um, but this guy actually plays. Um, he's a really good outfielder, yeah. and he hits for contact. Yeah. He hits yeah. for contact. He's gonna find yeah, the holes. Need it. I mean, he. We lost Adolis Garcia, our our guy, our ALCS MVP in the World Series. And this guy steps up and goes, ah, I got you guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Swings in a couple hits, gets himself some ribbies. Um, and he already, he, he said it too. He's like, I just want to be here with the team. Whatever they need me to do, I'm going to do it. I've said the bench all the time. doesn't matter if they need me to pinch hit, pinch run. Because he's platoons, pretty quick, whatever. Too. He can run. Yeah, he can yeah, he's run. Quick. He's fast. He's fast. He's, he's a lengthy boy. So props to him. I mean, that's what <laughs> you need on the World Series team. <laughs> all right, dude. No. Okay. Last thing. Um. Seven out of the eight um, arbitration eligible players did sign. Uh, the one person that did not sign was Adolis Garcia. Uh, he was asking for 6.9, but the team offered him five. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, if you couldn't tell, um, I am the oldest and maturest here. You know, this guy's okay, like hitting 30s, pushing 30s. Okay, bro. Um, you got to slow it down. You got to slow it down. <laughs> You gotta slow it down. Nah, no, you wanna you play? We can play, bro. We can play. That's too long. That's too far. Uh, that's too far. Oh, that's too, oh, you know. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so Adolis did. Uh, they asked him at the um, they had their award ceremony, and he's like, huh? They didn't pay me, so it, it kind of like uh, he was kind of being a little um petty, a little bit for sure, because he's like, hey, I kind of am the LCS MVP. I have the most RBIs in the LCS history, yeah. and couldn't give me another two mil, maybe. But uh, that looks like they're they're still confident they'll get something done eventually. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's um that's your MLB Texas Rangers news. Um, next thing you know, we're gonna be opening day in March against the Cubs. Back in it, baby. Back in it, dude. I'm itching for some baseball. I'm itching. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is gonna be my first year. You know, not really first year because I, I I was following them for the majority of the season last year, but. Yeah, yeah so last year you were through spring invested, training. Yeah. yeah, going mm-hmm. through spring training, stuff like that. So, no, I'm pumped. I'm pumped, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. So, but, yeah. guys, I think, unless, Oliver, you have any final thoughts? Anything else you want to get off your chest before I end it up? Uh, no, I'm good. No, I'm deal. Good. I'm good. Uh, well, yes, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode, episode number 24 of Austin and Ollie, a sports podcast. Um hit the subscribe button tell your friends uh youtube you know hit the like button subscribe apple Podcasts, spotify uh anything that you get your podcast on we're there um so yeah guys seriously uh interact with us on social media instagram is austin underscore and underscore ollie tiktok is at austin and ollie it will also be if you're watching on youtube it's also right here on the screen too so you can see that you can see our personals um, and all this stuff is also in the show notes. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Austin and Ollie Sports Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.